Hi, everybody. I am Kathy Goodall, and thank you for those of you that joined me for the first or took the time to listen to the first episode of this season. Um, thank you for the feedback, for the comments. Um, please keep them coming. I, I definitely read every single one of them. Um, your, your, your feedback is very valuable to me. Um, so last week I talked about um, the beginning of my journey, and today I just want to go a little bit deeper into what my faith life was like. Um, so I told you I would go to church every Sunday or Saturday evening, but I would be at the party or at a dance or either before or after. When I went to college, I would go to church on Sunday and go to the party right after. Um, so church for me was a part of my life. It was almost like it became routine, right? Kind of like how I felt about church itself. It was a lot of rituals and routine and the same thing every Sunday. Yeah, the sermon was different, um, but everything else felt the same. So for me, it was like checking a box. You know, it was, um, I did it. It was something to do. And, you know, that reverence and that respect for God was there because I I believed in him. I knew that he existed. I believed, you know, in all the tenets that, you know, he created the world, that Jesus died for us, all of these things, I believed it. Um, but for some reason, he was still kind of unreachable for me. You know, it was still this big supreme being in the sky that just made sure everything worked properly. And my life was inconsequential because, you know, he has better things to do with his time. Um, yeah, when I went to camp, I, I understood that um, he... You could have a relationship with him. I understood that, you know, I didn't have to go through all of these scenes, but I still never took the time to tap into that relationship. So I have a friend, his name is Craig Parks. Um, for those of you that are from Jamaica, you might know him as Left Side. Um, when I moved to Florida, moved back to Florida, because I went to school and then I took a, a year off and then I moved back to Florida. And I used to spend a lot of time with his family. So his mom and his sister, Tammy in particular, used to, they had started going to church at that time. And they used to invite me to come to church all the time. And I always would say, um, yeah, I'll come. But the problem is it clashed with the time that I go to my church. One Sunday, however, I decided to visit. And um <laughs> I will say that I went into the church and, you know, just the worship consumed me. And from that day forward, I actually stopped going to Catholic church and started going to that church, which was a Bible-based church in South Florida. Um, I used to travel a lot for work at that time. and um, But I would still go every Sunday that I, I could have gone. And I love the church. Pastor Pete was amazing. He made the word real. The worship was amazing. And, you know, my relationship with God started to grow a little bit more in that I would spend some more time with him. Um, he became more real to me. But I still going to church on a Sunday, I wasn't involved, which I'm accustomed to being involved in the church. You know, for me at that time, everybody at the church was either much older than me or much younger than me. And so I didn't quite find a space where I thought I could add value. Anyway, I realized after time passed that I actually attended that church for about 
eight or nine years. And um, it was great. For a couple of weeks, you know, you go to church and, you know, sometimes you go to church and um, the pastor, you feel like the pastor is talking directly to you. That's almost what it was every Sunday for me. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I felt like something was missing. I felt like, again, I'm used to serving. And so I didn't have anywhere to serve at the time. Anyway, one New Year's Eve, one of my girlfriends dropped, called me and said, come to church with me. And I said, sure, because my church didn't have New Year's Eve service. So I went to church with her one night and um, New Year's Eve night. I don't remember the year right now. I walk into the church and it's just this love fest that's going on. You know, like everybody there is hugging everybody and they know everybody. And then the bishop started to preach. And in the middle of his sermon, he's like calling people by name in in, in the service. And I was like, mm, this church is a little too small for me. <laughs> because if the pastor is going to be coming here and calling people by name and talking people business, then that's not my thing, right? <laughs> and funny enough, I went to the church and I saw so many people that I knew from the world. So um, the head of the bike crew, when I used to go to parties down in Miami every Friday night, Bayside Hut, the bike crew was there. And the captain um, was at church. Anyway, um, went to the New Year's Eve service. It was great, but I went back to my church the following Sunday. But there was this tug. There was this tug that um, said to me, you need to go back and visit this church. It's The church was called a place, a place called Hope. Um, so I was like, no, mm-mm. Why do you want me to go back to this place? Anyway, went back to the church because, you know, sometimes you have to hear that still small voice that you um, need to be obedient to. Anyway, I went to back to the church and that Sunday I walked into the church. I remember how I told you it was like a love fest. I walked through the door. Um, Pastor Carol hugged me and it felt like my mother. I don't know, I'm getting a little emotion. But like my mother was hugging me. Then Pastor Cindy hugged me. And you know, it's just like everybody that touched me felt like home. Anyway, um, fast forward to, I ended up going to that church. I left up um, the church I was going to before and I started going to a place called Hope. Still, um, my my desire to party had kind of weaned at that time. Um, I started really early and not to mention that I also did it for work. So, you know, going out for fun wasn't really something that's and it's funny because I, I don't know why I used to go out so much because I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't dance. Um, I guess I just love to be around the people that I like to be around. I don't know. But anyway, I started going to this church called a place called Hope. And it's like God was setting me up. <laughs> um, he surrounded me with the right people. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, two people in particular, Pastor Ellis and Pastor Carol. 
So I started going to church every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I was at church almost every day because there was something to do at church almost every day. And I found people that I could relate to. I found people that were in my age group. Um, It's like God led me to that space to help me to grow and to develop my relationship with him. So on Monday night, there was leadership. On Wednesday night, there was Bible study. They had prayer during the week, Friday nights. Um, We just used to gather all the time, you know? And I loved it. I wanted to be there. I had a desire to be there because I was learning, I was growing, and I was learning how to develop my relationship with God, which is something that nobody had ever taken the time to teach me, but in such a real way. My bishop, Bishop Dwayne Sweely, um, had this uncanny way of just being so relatable and bringing the word to life. But Pastor Ellis and Pastor Carol were the ones that walked with me every single day. And one thing that I learned during that period was the difference between religion and relationship. So the difference between the rituals and the routine of reading your Bible, saying this prayer, praying to God every day and knowing that he's a part of your life and that he exists, but inviting him to actually become a part of my life where the decisions that I made were guided by him, where I had accountability with people that had um, aligned values, the same values that I was trying to uphold in my life. Now, please let me tell you that up until this point, I was going to church more. I was spending more time with God. I was hearing from him a lot more, but um, <laughs> I, you know, those times when you're like, I hear you, but I'm not ready yet. Um, I had a lot of those encounters, but I was faithful and I was still committed to being in a space that nurtured my relationship with him so yep I was still in a relationship that I knew that I shouldn't have been in I was in that relationship for about six years but I saved that for the next episode um and I just it was such a a freeing space a fulfilling space being surrounded by the right people people who nurtured the direction that I wanted to move in so my My word for you today is, even if you feel like you're not ready, even if you feel like there's things that you're not ready to let go of, get yourself in a space that nurtures you, that fills your spirit, that helps to move you in the right direction. Because when the time comes for you to let go, and it will, and it will come so naturally to you, um, you will, you'll be grateful to be surrounded by those people. The environment that we put ourselves in matters. Who we choose to be accountable to matters. And so because I was now choosing to be accountable to people that were, that I knew had my best interest at heart, that weren't judging me, but that were telling me the truth, even when I didn't want to hear it. And that helped to walk me through difficult times, um, It helped me to be more centered. It helped me to grow in my relationship with God. And it helped me to see God in a more real way. And I'll talk about that um, a little bit more in the next episode. But I hope this was useful to you. I hope that understanding the difference between religion and relationship, which is where we're going with this entire um, season, is becoming more real to you.